Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. What good is it to get to a destination when the person you are at the destination is not the person you want to be? I wish what the scripture said is because of Jesus on the cross, good news, you never have to worry about grief and sadness. God is on our side. All right, for those of you who are in the, uh, saw me earlier in the service, I know you're on, watching online, you might not have. I had a different outfit on. And you, some of you are like, what is, what is going on here? So Sam, our youth pastor, he was like, hey, listen, I'll give you $100 to, to support this shirt right here, okay, and wear his pants. And so this is it. <laughs> this is my look right here. This is it. So 100 bucks, baby, wherever you are. Where is he? Where is he? But you know what, though? Honestly, though, I... Let me do this. Okay. Uh, it's too high. It's too high. It's a little too uh, it's capri pants here. Uh, but um, you know what? It is an honor for me to represent our youth because they are doing an amazing job. So I just, wanted, I just want to give some credit where credit is due. Can we just give it up for Sam and his team? Can we do that? He's walking in right here. Awesome, bro. Awesome, awesome. Hey, by the way, you got the 100? Okay, okay, whatever. All right, all right, all right. But it is an honor to do that, and it's really great to, to have a guy like him come in and be a part of uh, a foreign land, because I don't know if you've noticed, he has a, an accent. And, uh, and, and those of you who are visiting for the first time, you're like, okay, I love, I love the name of this church called Mosaic, and let me just see how diverse it is. And when you walk in, you're like, okay, this is, this is seriously diverse. And guys, that's what we're about. We want to do that. And so we're going to have all kinds of languages happening here and all that. And some of you guys are like, what? what what are we doing? Well, we're, 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 we're getting ready for heaven. You know, that's pretty, pretty much what we're trying to do because it's going to be one international party. Uh, if you haven't heard, that's all tongues, all tribes, all dancing, all kinds of stuff. And apparently the shirts are going to be there too. It's just say, let's just say heaven on them. But uh, hey, glad to be here. Uh, Ash and I, we were in um, Mexico last week. Uh, yes, got some tan on. It's good. You're like, Okay, you're, still, you're, you're brown, bro. You're still brown. Uh, I get it. I still got a tan, okay? I still did. But it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. But uh, we did get sick. Ashley mostly got sick um, but for a day, you know. But it, it, was, it was a good trip. What was memorable about this trip? So many things. But for me and for, the, uh, for, for, the, for our conversation this morning, I think, it's that this trip was unique for me because I genuinely wanted to meet other people, new people. Now you're like, name you're in the people business. I know, I know. But some of you guys, let me just say, some days, I'm tired. I don't want to meet anybody new. I'm like, I'm like, have you been there? Have you, like, you, have you ever gone to a vacation and you're like, if you're in the people business or you deal with people, what do you not want to deal with? 
People, you don't want to deal with people. But this trip, I don't know what it was. I mean, it started off like the, the ride from uh, like to our rental place in the van with the family. They were Indian. And I kind of thought maybe they spoke the language. So I just threw out, a, uh, threw out some Hindi and they're like, oh my gosh. And, and they didn't do that. But anyways, uh, but they did give us a, like a really lukewarm bottle of, of wine that they got from, I guess, first class. They're like, have this. I'm like, uh, why? Like, what? No, have it. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I'll, t- I'll take it. You know, we took it. But then I, made, I met an Iranian guy on the beach. And then I met this lady from uh, Albania and this, uh, this, this group of friends from California. I, I don't know. I just felt like everywhere I went, I was like, hey, what's your name? Hey, how are you? Hey, I was introducing myself, sitting with strangers, just having a great time. And I was like, this is awesome. I also had that thought, like, maybe am I that guy now, that older guy who, <laughs> shut it, don't even, Maya, no, no. No, am I that guy like, oh my gosh, dad's going to go see everybody, you know? Uh, I'm like walking on the beach like, hey, how are you? Hey, 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 hey. But it was so much fun. Uh, Tell you why it was so good for me and why it's important for us, I think, is because I think sometimes we are alike. And we go on vacation sometimes and we are like really refreshed. And I went there refreshed already. But I remember like a couple of years ago or, you know, that I remember going to Mexico and uh, in the van ride, ride to our place. And then I was not in that place. I was in the place of like, I am burnt out. I am done. I don't want to talk to people. I remember, distinctly remember, okay, sitting there with my lonesome. I just want to be in my zone here. Ashley was not in the same space with me. And so she started a conversation. And then I heard my name. And then I heard, oh, he was born and raised in Pakistan. I'm like, don't know. We're not doing that. Don't tell my story. No, 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 because I know what's going to happen. What's going to happen is all of a sudden, hey, Naeem, and tell him your life story. I'm like, I did not want to do that. I did not want to talk to anyone. And I wonder, I wonder, like when we go on vacation, is it where we get to a point where like, I just need out. I need out and I got to get out of there. And I wonder if that's healthy for our soul. Like, isn't it good to just take vacation or take some time away when you don't really need it? You're like, why would we even do that? Because that's how you and I were wired up. And today, a Memorial Day weekend, which is a very special weekend. It's not just a, 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 like a holiday. It's us pausing to remember people who gave their lives. And I know people here in our community who served. And I just want to say, I want to honor you. I don't know if you've done that. Should we do that again? I want to do that again. Can we do that? Can we just honor our, the brave men and women? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I went through a war, and man, I, I, the U.S. military, I mean, saved like, my family, and so I'm uh, continually indebted to them. Uh, but it's, 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 it's good to have weekends like this where we stop and remember or stop and just celebrate or stop and just take a break from work. But man, I wonder if there's a way for us to actually create a new practice, um, because in, in our lives, a practice of not burning out and then going on vacation and trying to like recoup everything. Like, is there a better way out there? I think the big difference for me from this time to last time was like this time I had, I had learned this uh, practice of really like um, honestly pausing and pacing in life. And if, if you don't get anything, that's what I'm going to be talking about. The, the art of it, the necessity of it, the need for it, that you and I were wired to do that. 
that you and I were wired to not always go, 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 go. That's not where we're supposed to be. And if you find yourself just tired emotionally, spiritually, relationally, just like people, oh my gosh. If you find yourself there, I don't know if I can tell you this, but you were never supposed to be that kind of person. Like you were not supposed to burn out every time. And then finally, you were not supposed to live for the weekend. You were not. You're not supposed to work, 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 and then, ah. Oh. And so, could I just speak to that to you? Because I think for so many of us, it's affecting other things in our life. It's affecting our relationships. It's affecting our purpose. And we're just going, 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 going. So here is what Jesus says. This is Jesus' words, but this is a paraphrased translation. It's Matthew 11. We'll put it on the screen for you. It says this, are you what? Are you tired? You're like, how many? How are you tired? Yes, yes. Worn out? And he says burnt out on religion, as in just religious stuff, like you just stuff you have to do. I'm so encouraged by all of you here in this room because I'm like, man, it's raining. It's a holiday weekend. Uh, uh, no one wants to come out. But there's something beautiful about when we gather together. He says, are you burnt out on religion? And then he says, come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Like, could it be possible that this weekend you take back your life a little bit? Just a little bit. He says, I'll show you how to take a real what? Real rest. A real rest. Walk with me. That's the rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the, uh, this is a cool phrase, right? And the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Could we just stop and go, what would life like that look like? Whew. Like, wow, what is that? What does that look like? Jesus is inviting us into a life that's counter to the life you and I live, the culture we, you and I live. He's walk, asking us to walk into a reality that does not exist in the quote-unquote real world, but in a different world. What would it look like for you and I to do everything that we do, everything that we have to do, but we do it lightly and freely? What does it look like for us to understand these, these um, unforced rhythms of grace that Jesus wants us to, to experience? What does that even look like? I believe, like I told you, I think it is learning the art of learning the, or in, in, uh, allowing ourselves uh, to pause and to pace ourselves in life. It's this practice that you and I have to put in place. See, so many of us, the reason why you are where you are, or emotionally, spiritually, um, psychologically, it's not just because the way you're wired up. It's in fact can be traced back to the habits that you are in right now. Some of the things that you are doing right now is causing you to be the kind of person you are right now. And if you would just like stop blaming yourself and you're like, I, I, why am I such a horrible person? Why can I not do this? Or why can I do this better? Why, 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 why? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? If you could just stop and take the blame off of you and just put it to your habits, you'll find freedom in there. You could just discover that there's just some things you are doing that you just need to stop doing. If you just stop do, doing those things, it would change the kind of person you are. 
And if you would start doing some things, it would change the kind of person you are. So let's talk about the first idea, about this idea of pausing. Pausing. What does that look like? Well, for some of us, it just means to stop. So turn to your neighbor and just say, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Okay, some of you guys are like, I've been wanting to say that for a while. <laughs> now, some of you, it was just an attitude, like, you know, just stop. Okay, did I hear just stop already? Did, did, did I hear that? Did I hear that? Just stop. Okay, now that you've done that, now to look at you inside of you. Inside of you. And you go, just stop. Just stop. Like, stop this crazy routine that you've gotten yourself into. By the way, you're still talking to yourself. Stop, stop, at every, stop attending everything you can. Stop accomplishing everything you can. Oh, that's tough. Whew. Stop spending all that you earn. Stop posting everything. Heresy. <laughs> what? What? Just stop. But name, I can't. I can't stop. I can't do it. I just can't do it. People, people what? Need, need, what? People need you? <laughs> right? You're like, yeah, people need me. Just stop. No, 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 no. I can't stop. I can't stop. So because if you stop, you change your identity. What? You just stop. You just stop. See, here's what, here's what God said. God tells the um, people, his people, that he wants to um, um, give an example to the rest of the world with. So he interacts with a particular group of people in a particular time in history, the Israelites. In the book of Exodus, he begins to show them that you have to come out of slavery and become people, humans. And the book of Exodus is great because it talks about exiting uh, the past, leaving this idea of that you are a slave to everything else. So if you don't know that part of Jewish history, they were enslaved. And they, when they moved out, when Moses took them out, they began to, began to live as free people, but they did not know how to. And so God began to tell them, this is what it means to be human. And so one of the things he tells them in, in chapter 20, he says, this, he brings this idea of a Sabbath. A Sabbath, he says here, let me read this to you. It says here, it says, observe the Sabbath day and keep it, what? Holy. Work six days and do everything you need, but on the what? Seventh day, it is a Sabbath to God, your God. Don't do any work, not you, nor your sons, nor your daughters, nor your servants, nor your maids, nor your animals. What? They don't do anything anyways. You feed them. That's all we do. They don't even listen. Anyways, okay? Um, not even the foreign guests visiting your town. For in, the six day, for in six days, God made heaven, earth, and sea, and everything in them. He rested on the seventh day. Therefore, God blessed the Sabbath day. He set it apart as a holy day. So many things happening here. Right now, people, of, when we read this, we have a different context, obviously, because we don't live the time they lived in. Just, just, just imagine, if you could, 
uh, people, your family, you always did something. This was a part of tradition. And your tradition was caked into who you are, how you were raised. And you guys always did a certain thing. And one of the things that Israelites always did is they always worked. Why? Because they were slaves and servants. Their identity was connected to how much they would produce. Did you hear that? They were slaves. If they don't produce, they don't matter. They're not worth anything. When they were bought by their owners, they were bought by this idea of how much could you what? Produce. If you couldn't produce, you're not a good slave. You're not a good servant. You're not a good worker. And so they have grown up with generations of their identity caked into what they do. And for some of us, we might not be um, held as, uh, as slaves, but we are slaves to the system of work, aren't we? We're slaves to like this pressure of you better be successful. You better make something happen. You better accomplish stuff. You better live the best life. You better, 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 better do this. Because if you don't do anything, you're not worth anything. And you're not identified as someone who's important. Because we have to do. And God right here says, hey, I need you to pause. And here's what I need you to understand. You are human. You are human. You're not doing this. Slaves do this. You're not doing this, and here's what I'm doing. I'm doing, and I'm showing you how to do it. I could accomplish everything. I, as God, could post everything. I could attend everything. I can do anything. I can keep on working for eternity. I don't even sleep. I don't even need it. No Red Bull for me. I got it. I can keep on going all day, every day. Every, I can make the days that I keep on going. I'm God. I can keep on. I can do this and do this and do this, but as God having the power to do anything, accomplish anything, I know how to say stop. I know how to create, 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 create for six days and then walk away. I have the power to do that. And as humans, I'm giving you the power to do that. The power to do so much amazing things, to create something so beautiful and then go, it's done. I can walk away. Now, I, I like to dabble in the arts and I'm like, you know, not the arts as in art. Like visual arts, like arts? No, no, visual art. Okay, so when I create something, some of you guys are like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. okay. But if you know something, if you create something, or even if you're decorating a room, right, how long do you gotta do the look back? Like, mm, no, okay, we'll fix something. You, you tweak at it, you, you, you tweak it, you tweak it, you tweak it. If you, if you love creating something, you tweak it nonstop, nonstop. I mean, I've had to literally take a canvas and go, go away. Because every time I walk by, I'm like, oh, I've got to change something there. I've got to do this. I, I don't have the power just intuitively to walk away, to stop. You, as you, based on your personality, you will work and work and work and work yourself to death. And you will work yourself to death, but you'll also work to work to, and to bring death to the most important things in your life. You will work, 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 and you will not pause. And Sabbath is about just pausing, just taking a breath, like just pause. In fact, back in those times, farmers were told the seventh year, you don't do anything. Like six years, you plant and do the things, but your seventh year, you take the day off. You just do, you just do. And God put it in us. So if you find yourself just tired, if you find yourself like mentally exhausted, if you find yourself like going, I don't know why I keep doing these bad things, or I don't know why I do keep doing things incorrectly, I don't know why I don't have the passion in my life, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why, it's because you are not pausing, my friend. You are not pausing. You're just going, 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 going. And here's the thing, I know, I can relate, I love to just keep going, 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 going. 
But the one thing that if the COVID did anything for me, it's taught me the power of just pausing because it was paused for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're watching TV and then it just freezes. And you're like, son of a what? 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 How much do I pay for this thing? You know, like, and it's just stuck. It just stuck. COVID did that. It just, everything just got. And you're like, what do we do now? People are like, oh gosh, I got to talk to my kids. What do I do? Dang it. What do I do? My neighbor, oh, I don't, I mean, okay, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Let's have this conversation. Like, we had to find some other things to do. For me, I think it just broke something in me. It's a good thing. It got me off the treadmill. And so I just want to tell you that the most spiritual thing you can do is just learn the practice of pausing. And by the way, coming um, here is, is a beautiful ritual in learning how to pause. Let me say it again. Attending church, maybe even watching, creating time, a space on Sunday or whatever the day is, that you go, I'm going to focus on something spiritual. I'm going to focus on being in a spiritual community. I'm going to focus on that. That, my friends, that is a ritual which is um, so life-giving and that produces this practice of truly pausing in life. Have you, have, have you ever heard of the term uh, liminal? N- liminal um, is, the, is a Latin word. And... Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's how some people define actually moments. So, you know, there's significant moments and all that. But liminal moments are moments in life where um, the, the word itself means threshold. But let me explain to you. So you have a moment. Um, it's a moment before a moment. Let me explain. It's like when I ask you a question, okay? The moment I ask you a question, that is a moment. I just ask you a question. And then there's some space. And then you answer the question. Make sense? It's like, it's like me, I'm here, right? We're here inside. And then I'm going to walk past that door and go to the other space. But in that space, the, between here and there, it's called a liminal moment. And these liminal moments are thresholds, thresholds be- before the next thing. Now, you're like, what does that have to do with anything? Pausing allows us to be in that space, a threshold space long enough to consider what we're getting into and what we're not wanting to get into. Make sense? Now, liminal moments actually exist in the Old Testament. You're like, how? Well, when you read the Old Testament, if you do, you'll hear like uh, conversations that God has with people. Let's talk about Moses. Okay, just say Moses. And he'll say, God said, da, 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 da. And then the writer would say, and then and then Moses said, da, 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 da. Whenever in Jewish writing, when it says, God said, whatever, and then it waits, and then says, and Moses said, there's a time and space between that. We read it as one conversation. It's never one conversation. When you, use, when you see the phrase in the Old Testament, God said, Jacob said, God said, so-and-so said. When they, the writer is saying that there is space between that. That means it's not one conversation. It's not one day. They're not sitting in a room. It's not happening. They're not, it's, not, it's not that. There's space. God, in our conversations, with, in, our, in, our action, in our interactions with us, wants us to remember that there is a space between what he said and what you're going to decide to do. 
how, what he said and how you're going to respond. And that space is sacred. It's a threshold space. It's a, I'm going to mull this over. It's, my friends, a place of pause. And for some of us, we don't. We just run to the next room. We run to the next conversation. We run and run and run and run and run and run and run. And some of you guys are running, running so much. You're never pausing. And guess what? You're not just tired. The people around you are what? Tired. They're just tired. They don't want to say it, but they're tired. They're like, could you just stop? Why is this so spiritual? It's spiritual for the reasons I mentioned, but even, for, even more than that, look at what the psalmist said. The psalmist David says in Psalm 46, he says, be what? Still. Be still and know that I'm God. Basically, he's saying, you want to know God more? You need to pause more. You're like, I just wanted to be more spiritual. No, no. You, you, you need to stop more. You just need to still yourself more. Well, name that doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't, yeah, it doesn't. I like to just keep on going. But he, God is saying, you want to know me? It's those, it's those threshold moments between one task and the next task. It's the one meeting to the next meeting. It could be a drive to the next meeting. It could be the whatever, whatever. That threshold is a threshold that you need to keep sacred. And so I think, uh, generally speaking, I would say that this is a liminal moment, a threshold moment between what's going to happen next week. And for some of us, you just live for the weekend. We rush, 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 and boom, oh God, it's Monday, right? Why do we have that reaction? Because we have not practiced pausing. We've not taken seriously this idea of a threshold moment. So, Sabbath, a day for you to, to kind of divide up what you do and the next thing you're going to do, the next week you're going to have. It could be on Sunday. It could be on a Wednesday. It doesn't matter. Make sure you practice this. If you want to know God more, you have to be still long enough to hear Him. All right, the second thing. The second is this idea of pacing. Pacing, okay? Not just pausing. Pausing means stop. Pacing is a little different, okay? Now, we live in NASCAR country, don't we? Okay, we do. We live in NASCAR country. And apparently on 77, people think we're always on NASCAR <laughs> racing. Like those of you from out of town, I don't know about you. If you have a highway like that, I mean, we, like people, people crazy. Like they're crazy, especially when there's so much traffic and they're, they're, they're coming around you. I'm like, you're going to stop two seconds later, bro. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, I mean, and I don't know how you act with the people. Like, I don't know if you call them names. None of you do. But uh, uh, I, I'm like, bro, I, I'm, I'm always talking to them. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Hey, don't do that. Like, I'm goofy with them because if I'm not goofy, I get angry. And I don't want to do that. I'd rather not do that, right? I'd rather not do that. But how many of you just love the idea of speed, right? How many of you really love the idea of speed, right? When's the last time you got a ticket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, on that note, that's your guys' first ticket. Yes. Hey, hey, it's a rite of passage. Can I get an amen? It's a rite of passage. Can I get an amen? Yes. Also, if you start to go fund me to pay for his ticket. 
No. Here's the thing about speed, though. Here's the thing about speed. I don't know about you, but I, I speed, but I kind of pace myself with other people to not get caught, right? Right? We pace. We pace. We pace, pace, pace. That way, if I get busted, I'm like, hey, listen, I was just keeping up with traffic. I don't know about... I, I, I mean, I know we're both going 102, but we're both... We were both going 102. Pacing, baby. I'm just pacing them. I'm just pacing them. Just pacing them. Here's the issue, though. Is I don't know about you, but I do that with life. There are certain people in my life that I... Uh, they don't know this, by the way. <laughs> That's a trick. I pace my life with them. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes they're related. But you're like, okay, if they're married, I need to be married. If they got their kid, I, I got to I gotta have a kid. Uh, they got a second, like, they got the, the, the a first job, okay, first job. Second job, okay, they got a career job, I need me a career job. They got a, they got a, they got a side hustle here going on, making make some money, oh, I got to do that. They're in the stock market, oh, I got to do that. Bitcoin's happening, oh, I got to get in that. Like, whatever they're doing, you're doing. Some of these people are just people that have influenced you on social media. You look at them, you're like, ah, oh, I hate my life. I should be doing more. No one has ever gone through Instagram and went, I'm killing it. <laughs> no one. No one has ever had that thought. I'm killing it over here. So all I do is win, win, win. Yes. This, this is terrible. Oh, horrible pick. Filter, whatever. Do that. No. 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 Oh, I'm terrible. Oh, God, why do I keep watching this? Ah, yeah, yeah. No. We pace our lives with other people. We pace, 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 pace. Here's what Jesus did, right? Jesus, uh, Luke records this, okay, for our benefit in, uh, in chapter 5. He says this. He says this of Jesus. He says, Jesus often, what? Slipped away to be alone so he could pray. Like, if there was one guy who was on a time clock, it was Jesus. He, he, he lived for about 33 years. For 30 years, the boy doesn't do a whole lot that's recorded. There's one thing in, in, when he was young, but that's about it. He doesn't do anything. I mean, if you knew you had 33 years and you needed to change reality itself, like we, you had to give all of us a weekend. That's why we have a weekend, Saturday, Sunday. That's why we have a weekend. If he was going to split time in half, if, if, if everything in the known universe was going to be centered around this guy and this event, and you had 33 years, first thing I'd be like, first of all, 32, 33 years is not enough what? Not enough time. And then God says, and by the way, you can't do anything for 30. Oh my God. I got three years to get this stuff done. How many of you, there's no pausing and there's no pacing. I'm go, 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 go nonstop. I got to get stuff done. Three years? Are you kidding me right now? No way. Nothing happens in three years. We've been in construction on traffic for like, what, 85 has been going on for like 103 years. Nothing happens in three years. Three years? No, 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 no. Three years? Can't do anything in three years. No, no. Three years? I need more. And he, in the middle of that, would often what? Slip away. And to be alone. At some, in some practice, this practice of his reveals that he was like, I'm not going to be controlled by the needs of other people. 
I'm not going to keep up with the speed of other people. That's not life. I'm not living life like that. And I'm not going to accomplish the things I need to accomplish if I don't pace. You see, when you pace, you begin to learn to ask yourself deeper questions. You move out of this idea of always accomplishing, getting the right answers, and doing that. No, no, you get into the questions, and the questions are are the ones that we really never get to ask. The questions are like, hey, you know what? Um, What's really, truly important in life? What's really, truly important right now? Right now, what's really, what, what does my family really need? What do my kids really need right now? You never ask that. You can't ask that if you're not pacing, if you don't slow down, if you don't take a breath. Uh, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? If you're speeding through life and you've got other people in your car, by the way, they're, they're throwing up. They're sick because you're just speeding. But you never go, hey, why, why are we doing this? Why, why, are, we, why are we going here? Why? You never stop to ask, am I really enjoying myself? If you're not, then why are you doing it? I got to do it, name. I got to do it. Really, though? Have you thought about it? I don't have time to think about it. Who are you trying to keep up with? Well, they just get, they, stuff just happens to them. They just get it, get, get it done. Ah, I know, but they are not you. They're not you. And I'm, I'm listen, when I say this, this is harder for me. Because I... Don't like to say it, but I am competitive, okay? I don't like the idea of being competitive. The people in my gym, they're like, oh, name's always competitive. I mean, I'm not competitive as in being jack leg about it, but I want to do the best. I want to be the first. I want to accomplish the most. And it's rough for me to not look at someone else and not want to beat their score. It is tough. Especially in my head, I've convinced myself, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. I'm smarter than them. I'm whatever than them. I can do it. I can do it. It's so tough. But if you don't learn to pace yourself with the purpose that God has put in you, friends, you'll never accomplish it. Did you hear that? You'll never accomplish it. If you don't learn to pace yourself based on the purpose that God has for you. If you pace yourself, you ask yourself, hey, does God want me to do this? Am I working on the right stuff? Oh my gosh, who am I becoming? Who am, do I even like who I am right now? See, all of these questions, all of these questions come from this idea, this practice of pausing and pacing our lives. So I want to leave you with this thought. Could you just have a, like a hit restart this weekend? And it's a holiday weekend, you know, it's totally a washout, right? It's like, I had plans and this and that. And yeah, yeah, but this might be, this is a perfect time. Like, it's raining, there's not much to do. You could just take a moment and go, take five moments actually, but take, take a, th- create thresholds moments. Create these liminal moments in your life. Where you just pause and go, before I get to the next before I step into the next, what do I, let's just, let's just, let me just think a little bit. Just be quiet in my soul a little bit. What will that do to you? It will do wonders. Now, let me end with this. For some of you, you need this spiritually, deeply. Like, you need this because you're in danger, and not, I'm not want to scare you or anything. You're in danger of, like, um, really not um, possessing all that God has for you. 
What I mean by that is I think for some of us, you are burnt out spiritually. Like you, um, and we'll talk about this later on, but uh, some more next week. But they, like you used to be passionate, but you're not anymore. There, 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 there's, there's, there's so much that you used to be maybe. And spiritually though, spiritually, I think for some of us, this is the most you want to do. Like, I just want to come and attend and say, I did it. But besides that, I don't want to pray about stuff. stuff. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. This is, this is the most of my spiritual activity. That's it. That's it. So if you find yourself there, let's go back to where Jesus is calling us. He's like, are you burnt out? Are you tired spiritually? Are you burnt out on religion? Here's, let, me, let me just show you there's a better way out there. And friends, I'm telling you, there's a better way out there. Let me leave you with this passage. Psalms 119, it is one that blows my mind and it always convicts me, it reminds me, and encourages me. Here's what it says. It says, I run in the path of your commands for what? You have set my heart free. He's like, I'm running towards your commandments. I'm running towards a relationship with you. I'm running towards all that you have for me. I'm running towards obedience. I'm running towards what do you want from me? I'm running to to your commands. Like, first of all, who runs to commands? We run away from commands. So here, the psalmist is saying, let me just tell you, I'm in this state of mind that I'm running towards your commands. Why? Let me just tell you, I'm running towards them because you have what? You set my heart free. And for some of us, the things that we're involved in right now, the pace that you're on does not set your heart free. The, 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 the non-stop, 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 it doesn't set your heart free. So you and I, which I've been there, just binge watch everything and go, I'm going to feel better about this. And you're not. You, 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 you have so much time off, but you have no rest. You don't live a free life. So could you imagine living this kind of life? A life that says, I'm going to run towards your command. I'm open for whatever life throws at me. I'm open to God, what you have for me. I'm open to this. Not because I'm tired, because you've set my heart free. And I'm like, wide open spaces. I'm not confined by things anymore. I'm not. And so for those of you who go, ah, man, I don't even know if I can live that. Is that, is, is that a reality? Really? Yes, it is a reality. It is a reality that you and I could, could step into. It's not more praying. It involves praying, but it involves you going, I'm going to practice this thing now. I'm going to practice this idea of always pausing, creating a threshold moment, and then knowing what I'm getting into. And when I get into that, I'm going to what? Pace. Pace based on my purpose, not on anybody else's speed. It's tough stuff to do, but it's a game changer for you spiritually. So let me pray for you. Can I do that? Let's stand together. Hmm. Let's close our eyes for a minute. Can we do that? Close our eyes for a minute. And let's take a moment where um, do something significant with your hands. Just do something significant with your hands. Well, I don't know what it is for you, but maybe it is like uh, I'm putting my hands out in front of me. I'm... Um, I'm unclenching my fists. I'm, I'm maybe raising one hand up in the air as a sign of surrender. What, what are your hands doing right now? What are your hands doing right now? 
Lord God, I, I thank you for how you made us. And our hands symbolize so much of what we do. And we are so often defined by what we do. So right now, God, I just thank you. Right now, right now, I just thank you for your hands, Lord God. Your hand over us. God, would you free us up? Would you hold our hand? Would we give up what we thought we needed to hold on to? God, I pray for some of us that today is a day where we give our lives back to you, our work back to you, our accomplishments back to you. We give up and this identity that we've created based on what we do, based on how fast we're going through life and how much uh, we've accomplished. God, allow us to have this moment be a moment where you breathe on us you rest on us. And God, as we respond today, I pray that as we go to the cross, maybe it's, it's one of those liminal moments where we go, before I do put this on the cross, maybe we receive communion and um, before, we, before we partake of it, we go, ah, oh, maybe this is a moment. I just want to give space in my soul for God to invade. God, for some of us, it might be lighting a candle, reminding once again, before we light that flame, before it's burning the candle, there's something profound that needs to be whispered into us. So God, I pray, would you, would you allow us to experience that? Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.